Podcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey everybody, welcome back to the Foster's After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight, we're going to be breaking down the episode Light of Day, and we have a special guest to help us do so, but we also want to hear from you, so make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube, on iTunes, tweet us your questions, let us know if you agree with us, if you disagree with us, you better check yourself, reevaluate, think it over, and then let us know, but phrase it nicely, okay, because we all have big egos. Um, you can tweet us tonight, we're going to be checking that, and if you have any questions at hashtag ABTVF. That's After Buzz TV Fosters. Let's hook it up with some intros, yo. I'm Jeffrey Masters, and I tweet from Jeff Masters 1. Hi, guys. Jillian Leff here. I tweet from at Jillian Leff, and I will also be the official in charge of checking the ABTVF hashtag. So if you have any questions for the man sitting to my left, let us know. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Gavin McIntosh. <laughs> and who do you play? I play Connor on The Fosters. Oh, The Fosters. I love that show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my! one of my favorites, ABC Family. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Hannah. Hannah Pritchard, guys. And you can tweet at me at the Hotshot Dude. Awesome. Thank you for being here tonight, Gavin. Yeah, of course. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, having you back. We're so excited. This could work out. I know. It's, it's, I'm Part excited. too. We should do this like every season. <laughs> well, well we have so far, I think. Oh, this is the second season. season. You're right. Yep. Good true. job. Second. Oh my god, I can count to two. That's so impressive. <laughs> I have to look back at my old photos, see what we all looked like, evaluate when it actually, where it actually came lot. from. Yes, we've all changed a lot. We'll have to do a throwback Thursday this week. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. And I wasn't even here. I know. <laughs> Yeah. All right. <laughs> the adoption wasn't final yet for you, so we're working. Trial it. period, a lot of paperwork. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> right, so Connor had a lot of action this episode. I, I like it. on screen. Okay, I loved it so much. I got so excited about it. I couldn't help it when we watched it. I was quite vocal over my excitement. You Ye- were, yeah, I was. <laughs> They faked us out with some, like, other love interests, too. Like, there were some twists. Yeah, well, there definitely were. I mean, let's let's break down what happened. Please. Because I feel like we do owe it to the fans to break it down completely. So we saw in the preview, you know, obviously we knew that Joner was happening. We just didn't know how. Right. And then the girl from Corey in the house comes in. I was the only one that got this, by the way. That's the curly hair girl? The, yes. Madison Pettis. Yeah, Madison, Madison Pettis. She was on a Disney Channel show. How I know this, maybe I was a fan of the show, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, I recognized her right away. So she plays Daria, the curly-haired girl. Yes. The curly-haired girl. Ha, I've talked about people's hair already. Uh, <laughs> okay, and you were her new lab partner. What were you doing with the potato? I was confused. No, I didn't explain it, but it looked like we were uh, making electricity from a potato. I remember doing that. Does really? nobody else? I mean, I don't remember how it works because I'm not good at science, but I do remember no. doing I the whole potato thing. Never no. did that. Even I though haven't even done that. I didn't remember right at first until they said electricity. Like at first, I was like, "Wait, is the potato supposed to be their baby?" Because then it'd be weird that Connor and Jude were even put together to begin with. But <laughs> no, I on. did you do that in school? 
I haven't done that. No. Okay. <laughs> but then Jude's line where he goes, it's, it's surprising that uh, French fries have electricity. Yeah. <laughs> I learned something new. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I like never crossed my mind. Really? Yeah. I thought oh. they were like growing like mold on it or something. Okay. I'm pretty sure that you have to hook the wires from the potato to a battery and then other wires from a battery to the light bulb. I think that's correct. And then oh. it turns on the light bulb. Genius. So, well, yeah. we were dissecting frogs. When I was Ugh. when I was Jude and Connor's age, <laughs> I went to school in North Carolina, so it was not as like prestigious <laughs> as this. I'm not saying I'm not dumb, but not not dumb. Okay, lol, lol, lol. Um, I have to say though, I really love Daria and Taylor, the Disney girl and Taylor. Mm-hmm. Taylor's so vulnerable. I know it. I just I feel like it really brought me back to that age because I feel like as a girl, you know, maybe guys too. We always have that friend that's pushy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's going to get what she wants. And clearly, Daria was out to get what she wanted. And what she wanted was Connor. But she didn't even try in the movie. Like, I kept waiting when they actually were getting to, you know, touch their pinkies. Like, I was waiting for Daria to turn around and, like, grab Connor. And then she didn't. Yeah, but it's she easier didn't. said than done. I, I guess. She was all talk and no game. Yeah. Um, I have a really hard question for you, Gavin. Okay, what is OTP that they talked about? One, it means one true pairing. Pairing? Yes, I'm pretty sure it's one true pairing. One true pairing? Oh my god, we're I, learning so many things. I know, clearly we're out of the loop. One true pairing. Let me write this down. <laughs> don't, don't, I, I probably shouldn't say that, don't quote me, because I'm, I'm 90% sure. Okay, I've never heard of that before. I, I've heard I it a couple times on Instagram, like a hashtag OTP. Really? Do they OTP genre all the time? All the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> we have some giggles from the couch. All right, Stephanie's here. <laughs> Stephanie is here. <laughs> Stephanie's directing tonight. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so tell us this. In the script, did it, how, so it says, I'm sure it touches pinkies. How in-depth did it go? Very in depth in the script. Really? It, yeah, it was like in the script. It was basically just his finger. He, he moves towards the his his pinky, and he overlaps. We did so many takes on that. It was you know it was so Yum. slow. It. Oh, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> Hannah. It's just so excited. It was so slow though. Like we, when we were filming, it, it took like it was a they, the director said fifteen seconds for my pinky to move that far. Wow. So oh my god! It was it was pretty in depth and took a lot of takes doing that. Yeah, I actually I, I've been so embarrassed to say this. I had to go to Jillian and be like, "That's that's Connor and Jude, right?" Yeah, stop. <laughs> he was like, Are he you was serious? like, "Wait, I I moved my head down to write something. What what yeah. happened?" I was, I was like, like no. "Whose pinkies oh, are we no. looking at?" Then you missed all the beautiful tension. You because can't of, blink in this episode. It felt perfectly. <laughs> I know. I was taking notes. <laughs> well, Gavin, you were you were talking after the moment sort of happened and we were in a commercial break. You were saying how you really loved. Um, Hayden's body language and and face with his tension during all of that. Yeah, it was funny. He was just, you know, he, he looked like he was sort of. He was like, okay, what is going on here? <laughs> and then he was like, okay, all right, I see what he's doing, and he kind of accepted it. It was as if he accepted. He knew it was, he, what Connor was feeling. Oh, how funny! So it was actually Daria that invited Hayden the Judicorn to mm-hmm. the movie. Was it Connor's plan all along though to get some pinky action? think so i mean oh to give pink yes i think it was oh really yes i was misunderstood the question yeah well we still uh, like i i i have to take this stance on it because you know these are two young boys still still discovering themselves you know we don't know what happened at the camp really i still don't think we we know what happened true and Mm. it was to me a pinky hug and i felt innocence 
And, you know, we still have no idea what's going on between these two. It, it could have been friendly. It could have been more than that. But we don't know. They leave a lot up in the air on this show. Stop it. They Hannah's do. freaking it is, out. That, it is not friendly. Okay, because this is all I kept thinking when I watched it. And even in the preview. I mean, does nobody remember those moments on your, like, first date with somebody and, like, the first time your knees touch or something and you just, like, linger it there forever because you're like, oh, my God, we're touching. We're touching. Is this like, a mistake? Like, do they like, know we're touching? Oh, my God. That's the way I saw it. And I was like, oh, my God, it's the first. They're having, like, that moment. Okay. And they just want to touch each other. Let me play devil's advocate. Okay. Please. Okay. Let me play this. Um... They got into a fight, and they have not been talking. So True. maybe that was Connor's way of saying everything's okay between us. Stop it! No, I know that. I know the. I know what the fans want. I know what they want. But we also have to consider how old these boys are, <laughs> and that we don't know things. Okay. Well, but also why I love this show is that like we've had characters that have like gone all the way in the bedroom before, but this is like as equally exciting to be like, oh, yeah. oh my god, they're pinkies! What? Mind blowing. Agreed. Agreed. It's just a, it's just adorable. We've seen you know Connor and Jude grow really close. We've seen you stick up for him multiple times. The relationship has had everything that we want. It's had ups and downs and highs and lows and. I think we're all along for the ride as viewers, but we also need to keep in mind certain things. I think it's still really important. I get that the fans want them to be boyfriend and boyfriend. I get that. I see the tweets coming in. I see you shipping them. I get it. But I think that the writers are playing it innocently. And I appreciate it because these guys are young and they're still trying to figure things out. And I think while they're so young, there's no need to label anything. Yeah. You know, gay, bisexual, whatever, straight. It's, you know, it's like just like questioning and like figuring it out, which is like what high school's for. And sometimes, sometimes college and sometimes after. <laughs> <laughs> now, Gavin, I know you like really probably can't weigh in because they still keep a lot of things up in the air. But what have fans said to you about the moment? Because I know you live tweeted the show. I so did. what kind of response did you get when the pinky hug happened? Everyone was just so stoked with it. They're like, I cannot believe it just happened. Some of them were, you know, excited. Like they, like they're just like, I can't believe this is happening. Like they, they wanted it to happen. Some of them didn't didn't want it to happen. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's mixed there's mixed feelings. Yeah, is that the joy of the internet? All side, all parties will be heard. Actually, yes. speaking of the joy of the internet, we actually asked <laughs> a few viewers to um, submit some questions using the ABTVF hashtag, um, and. Adina Adams Foster wants to know, uh, is there anybody specifically who you haven't done a scene yet with that you really want to? I'd like to do a scene with Steph, actually. Okay. You know, I've, I've seen her do scenes together, and she, you know, just the way... I, I like her acting style. I'd like to be able to do a scene with her. Yeah. Okay. We'll just break the law. She can arrest you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm full of great ideas. Okay. Well, I'll talk to the writers about that. Anyway. Now, did you, did you see Meet the Parents many, many years ago where Steph is in? Terry Polo? Meet the Parents? Oh, it's like a Ben Stiller movie. That was my first exposure in Terry Polo. And so when I saw her on the show, I was like, oh, it's Meet the Parents, girl. I bet she has a real name, too. <laughs> was it Meet the Fockers? Or was it Meet the Parents? Yeah, oh, yeah, Meet that the was Fockers. the sequel. So, yeah, uh, okay. yeah, yeah. Meet the Parents mm-hmm. was the prequel. Okay. Maybe I, Fockers was, was like the, the triple. Scene. I watched the Fockers. I don't, okay. I've okay. seen that. So, yeah. you've, so you've seen her in it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let me pull another question. Um, I don't want to ask too much about John or since we just talked. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Everyone wants to know. Um... 
Give uh, me a second. We're I'll, gonna come I'll back scan to and come back to me. Can, okay. Yeah, so that was so big. Can we move on to Kay, Kaylee? <laughs> <laughs> What's her name? Callie. Um, can we move on to Callie? What are you talking about? Here? <laughs> <laughs> we're doing the, the, Fos- the Fosters. Oh, great. Yes. Oh, perfect. Um, Callie and Robert... So tell me this. She was being nice to Robert and like humoring him on their dinner because she wanted him to sign off on the paperwork and give her what she wants. I thought it was actually genuine, like the relationship and conversation that they were having up until just like a, I don't know. I felt like she just flipped all of a sudden, but I felt like up until she said that it was actually genuine. And then he pissed her off. You know, she's so, I know she like kind of does her own thing, but on the whole, she's like an agreeable person who's not like outrightly rude. She might make like weird actions and like, you know, out their choices, like run away, (laughs) but she's never rude to people. So it's surprising to see that side of her. I know. How, how did you feel about it, Gavin? I thought that she, that it was the plan that Jude had said. I mean, she's just like, you know, try to befriend him, see if, if he'll back off a little bit. And then when he finally said, you know, I, I want to be your, not just your father, but your, your parent, mm-hmm. she was like, okay, I, this just defeats my plan. So, yeah. you know, I can't, I can't, I can't do this with you. No, I love to, like, their bond over photography, which keeps coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's cute to see, like, those small moments, like the cilantro. Which I just thought was silly, though, actually. The cilantro thing I kind of thought was a little silly. But the photography thing I thought was wonderful. Okay, but couldn't you see, like, a father trying to, like, bond with his, like, new daughter? Being oh, like, yeah. look, we have these commonalities. Well, it's the, those little things the, that create the little the bond. Cilantro, yeah. The cilantro thing is passed down, though. Because... Oh, really? Yeah. Because my, my boyfriend's mom, cilantro tastes like soap. Her daughter thinks cilantro tastes like soap. He thinks it. I love cilantro. I don't have that taste. Nobody what? in my nobody in my family does. So it, so he was trying to connect with her on a deeper level. Like, oh my god, isn't it funny that we have the same taste? Besides, besides, you know, a hobby of photography. Like, oh, maybe some, maybe let's draw some genetic links. Dude, that's <laughs> funny. I never just knew. Let's remind everyone. Yeah, Chilean's a scientist. No, but it's just it's a thing, and and cilantro I specifically, ha- I heard. Yeah, cilantro. It's it's some Dang. people love it, and some people cannot stand mm. the taste of it. And it's usually in a family. I love, I love cilantro. I do okay. too. Well, we're gonna have some tacos after this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was cool too that we got like a good update. They addressed Sophia. Yes. And they said she might have a personality disorder, which um, I, I thought was very interesting. I think we had talked about that a little bit, but we I think we talked like bipolarity. Yeah. But I think the saddest part is that she's still she's still in the center being watched, which I breaks my heart. I thought that was sad too. I don't really. I don't know. I don't really like the thought of that, but whatever. I, yeah, I just thought it was interesting that it wasn't like depression. Like it's a full on like disorder that they named, right? And I mean, I mean, these things are just hard because it's not like a scrape on the arm. You can't like put neosporin in a band aid and like it no. goes away in seven to nine days, um, yeah. three to five if you're lucky. Um, you know, like <laughs> these are like deep seated issues. Obviously, they're taking time. So we obviously all weighed in on what happened to um, to her, but we kind of wanted to know your thoughts on when Sophia walked in front of traffic. I think she just was really desperate to have a sister and, and the thought of her getting a sister and, you know, having one and then her just backing off like that just caused her to take desperate measures. Mm. It's just like, it's so sad. Well, and that's why, cause I, you know, I feel the same way and that's why I feel like them giving her this label as having a disorder. It's just, I, I don't really like it because I don't necessarily think that is her problem. And I, I mean, which maybe they'll, get to and handle more so as the show goes on but 
Um, yeah, I don't like the fact that she's being labeled as that. I feel like once her and Callie create more of a relationship, we're actually going to find more layers of that character, you know, that isn't necessarily labeled as just disorder. And you're saying you don't like it because it's too, like, simple when this is such a complex thing? Kind of. I guess so. I guess I just don't... I, I feel like they're jumping to a label quickly with whatever's going on with her when I feel like there's more issues that are more just like family related yeah. and depression issues rather than actually like a personality dis- yeah. personality disorder. Well, we saw Callie deal with um, you know, girls with multiple issues in the Girls United house. So, yeah. obviously, you know, I was excited to see this episode that her compassion was there even though we obviously know how she feels about Sophia. Yeah. Right. She still went to the store to buy her a present, which was sweet. Like, who knew it would backfire on her like that, but the thought was there. And that store lady just knew what she would want right away. <laughs> right there in front of us. They're like, we have three minutes for the scene. <laughs> Make it happen. I literally wrote, what was with the store? What was that store scene about? Because I had no idea. And Every- Jeff was like, oh my god, she's so pensive. The woman is staring at her like, I knew it. I don't know. I said, oh my God, Happy Kwanzaa Girl is back. There has to be Happy a big Kwanzaa reason. Girl. She yeah, wished she was Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. That's so funny. Um, yeah, she, mm, weird scene. Yeah, but can we talk about how it was in play clothes? I mean, I know nobody cares, but that's one of my favorite stores on Magnolia. <laughs> wait, wait, you she know the store? the store? Oh, really? Yeah, I love that store. It's like a cool vintage store. They've got awesome stuff in there. You all should go in there. It's huge. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah. On Magnolia, what? Uh, I don't remember. No, it's like going into Burbank. Well, oh, all you oh, Angelinos exactly. can look it up. Oh, it's in the vintage strip of like Melrose, uh, yes. uh, Magnolia. Yes. Got, totally. Okay. Go. <laughs> anyway, LA, go. We, we had to like piece together what had happened though, because I know Jeff watched the Christmas special. I watched it. You hadn't watched it? I hadn't watched it. Okay. And did you watch the Christmas special? I did. Yeah. So I remembered the toy from the special. Right. And I knew that it had something to do with Tasha. So Callie bought the toy. Yes. And gave it to Tasha when Daphne kidnapped her. Is that what they were saying? I think so. Well, I thought it looked like in the what happened previously at the beginning that Daphne had given it to Tasha when they took her. So she had given it to Daphne who gave it to Tasha. Yeah. And it's unbelievable that they were able to trace this like McDonald's toy. I know. (laughs) Back to the store. It's crazy how in depth they go. (laughs) Yeah. It's a little. Little toy. It's human trafficking, you know? That's a big deal. Yeah, but how did they, like, how did they get that toy if she gave it to the little girl? The little girl gave it to her parents, and her parents were like, or her, her, um, foster parents and her foster parents were like wait where'd you get this because do you remember she oh, oh, oh you she don't left the girl oh on the porch oh my god tasha got dropped off on the doorstep daphne was like took her from the playground and at the end of the episode she sort of just dropped her off on the porch and was like okay mommy loves you bye knocked and ran what yeah i know and and then tasha had like the best moment of like all season she like waved goodbye to her mom it's oh, adorable sorry i haven't seen this here. bring tasha back <laughs> she is gonna come back we know she's she's, oh, a, yeah. she's a big part of all this now. Maybe we can have her as a guest. You think oh. she'll be talkative? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I just I'm I'm upset with what's happening because like the the Callie drama was sort of t- turned down a bit, and okay. now it's again it's like crazy, and and it's yeah, and then we just <clears throat> feel so bad for this girl. Like, when are we not going to feel bad for her? I well, feel bad for her so much. Yeah, but also it might not be that big, right. even though the previews for next week make it seem like she's like confessing to like murder of like seven children. Right, which made me... It's really just five. Which made me wonder, I was like, is there something else that she's hiding that we're missing? Like, 
Well, I mean, no, no? It, I it goes know. it goes deeper than just Callie because Daphne's involved, and Daphne has a meeting with her her counselor or something to try to get Tasha back. No, she has her first supervised meeting with okay. Tasha. So everything will backfire if Callie tells. That's why the pressure's on for Callie. She's like, well, Robert, I need you to fix this with your money. So just, that's why I'm calling you as opposed to my mom's because I need you. Say that's the just, toy was stolen. Mm-hmm. Say they left her the playground. I don't care. Well, yeah. And I mean, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Hey, guys. Um, <laughs> but I don't even feel like she's necessarily using him for his money. That's not really what crossed my mind. It was more so, you know, she didn't want to tell Steph and Lena and disappoint them and, you know, chose to talk to Robert about it, which I dig because it'll make her run right back into Robert's arms. Yeah. And... But, no... (laughs) Steph angry. (laughs) Uh, Although, I would prefer her going to Steph. And Steph would be like, hey, detective girl, I bought you coffee last week. Drop these charges, yo. Well, would probably be the smart thing for her to do. But I don't really care. I want her and Robert. Gavin, if you were Callie, what would you have done in this situation? I would have called... uh, I would have called her dead. I would have called her dead. Oh, really? I would have. Gavin, come on. I would have taken advantage of this money, to be honest. I would have. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I am with you. That was my first thought. I'm like, okay, well, obviously, Robert's like, he's like, I'll talk. And their dinner sort of ended with a bang, a, a bad bang. You know, yeah, I don't... I slam of the fork. Yeah, I don't want to be here with you anymore. And no, I will not go see that art exhibit on Sunday. <laughs> but, you know, it, it ended in a way that I thought it, she was desperate, obviously, because I, I do feel like she wants to, you know, keep Steph and Lena in her good graces because she doesn't want to be with them. But at the same time... I mean, money talks. I see her character. Yeah. Yes. What's up, Steph? Miss, Miss Georgie. It's, um, it's her, it, because it's her dad. She already knows that Robert's going to go all the way. I feel like more it's the protective thing. Like, regardless of yeah. the money and everything else. I mean, Steph and Lena can do so much, but they've also, like, Callie has seen what they're capable of, and they're, I don't know, I just feel like Robert has already proven that he can actually get ish done. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then that, that'd be perfect, though, because he, you know, she knows that he's going to go all the way to protect her. And technically, Lena and she, those are not her parents. That's his, That's her only actual parent, right? Legally, she couldn't... Yeah, which I thought that when he showed up and was like, I'm her father, and then I was like, oh, I guess that is actually an issue in a situation like this. If there is a proven blood relative right. that has some sort of custody, they should be, right? Is I don't, right? I think that legally, like, she's at the Adams Foster's home yeah. at even temporary so but temporarily but at the for moment like, yeah. for 80 days or something so she can only have sanctioned visits with Robert so they are her guardians okay yeah. so again it's just another thing and, and now it's, it's another layer to who she is mm-hmm. you know what are they going to think when she finally does tell because we do see in the preview that she's like I have something to tell you Oh, you went to Robert? Look at the interaction they had at the door. Come on. They are just like, they hate him. Oh, I love that line. We like it here. So does Kelly. I know. (laughs) I love that. But I don't think that's what she's telling them. I I think she's going to have to, which I hope this is not the case because I like Robert, but I actually feel like she may have to move in with Robert and she's telling them or spend more time with him because he's helping her if she wants to keep it a secret. Interesting. And then she tells them something else, which I could be wrong. I really want Connor to tell us. Connor, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to tell you. I can't spoil it for the fans. Uh I keep trying to like read you from the like my side view. Like Like, read your 
looking for like micro expressions. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> well, what's your response to what I'm saying right now? Oh, did I say something wrong? Gavin, oh, Gavin is ready to talk. He took notes during this episode. <laughs> he is on it. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay, this is something like non-spoilerly that I want to know. Are we going to see Daria and Taylor more? I, I'm actually not quite sure. Oh, I, really? I, I don't have any news. Like that. Darn it. Are y'all done shooting season two? Uh, yes, we finished. Oh, the, wow. Yes. Yeah. Has. Hmm. Hmm. You know what that means. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. It means I don't I even know what. tell you what happened. <laughs> Does somebody die? It's going to be focused on Connor and Jude then now. No, we tried to, yeah. get, we tried to get some things no, out of Gavin off air. And he was like, I don't even remember. We have so many table reads. <laughs> Everything blurs together. I don't remember what episode is what. And I'm like, I get you. Don't, don't worry about You're it. You're in school still. So you got a busy schedule. We'll wait just like everyone else. We will. But no, who won't wait? Anna's baby. Oh, my God. Dum, that dum, was... dum. Oh. How are my transitions? Are they going really They're well? They're going yeah. really well. I actually thought that oh, just now. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? Okay. I'm so weirded out by the relationship of Anna to Mike. He is being the perfect husband, but he's not even dating her. Is that correct? He loves her. Yeah. No. Yes. Are they dating? Or are they Dad, friends? He loves her. Mm. <laughs> I think... What do, you, what do you think? I don't think he loves her. I think he just... Yeah, I just think he he may, someone feels responsible for. Her. Yeah. Okay. I think he's made so many mistakes as of <laughs> as of late. You know, he he relapsed, and the whole thing that happened with Hurricane Danny, which she was mentioned in this episode. I think he feels like he needs to just help this lady out. I, I, he feels guilt. I think he feels guilt. It's like volunteering, like you want to help the person, but you also want to like feel good about it. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, tell me this, guys. Let's take a vote, okay? Is her name Anna or is her name Anna? Okay, fans, did you catch that? Because when Steph and Lena were laying in bed, they both said Anna. Anna. And it was A-N-A. We have the sub, the sub captioned subtitles on. And it was A-N-A. I'm like, did they change it? I think the spelling's always been A-N-A. I've seen it. But I've never heard Anna before, but maybe I was like partially deaf. Maybe us diehards were the only people that caught it. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I've never even heard them refer to her as Anna. So I thought that was weird. It'd be different if their characters always kind of did, you know what I mean? Totally. And nobody else did. But like, I've never, I was like, did they change the name and everybody (laughs) missed it? Gavin, what is the correct pronunciation? Do you know? I don't even know. (laughs) I think it's Anna because that's what Jesus and Mariana said. I'll agree with Anna. Yeah. I think we're all on Team Anna. Okay, well, somebody needs to let the other two know. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it was just this episode. It's like like Mariana, Mariana. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They just choose the way that they want to say the names. I guess. Oh, it's like Jeff and Joff. No, no. Like, I prefer Joffrey, but no one says Bri- that. Brianna, really? Brianna or Brianna, it's the same. No. Okay. I feel oh. like Anna and Anna is the same thing. That's one name that just always gets confused. I'm going to call you Joffrey. I've never heard that one. confused. I bet you that the Thank people you. filming didn't even notice that they said Anna. Stop. You know what? But, yeah, we, sure. but we did. Exactly. We did stuff. Yeah. Super fans. You better check yourself. Um, <laughs> one thing that I wanted to bring up, which I, I thought was like a really crazy heavy scene, was when Steph talked to Mike's. Uh, sober coach. Yeah. Yes. That's a, <laughs> that's a big deal. So the screaming match that Mike and Steph had after Mike found out. Right. How do we all feel about that? I mean, I don't think it could have led there because obviously Terry Polo's intentions were pure. 
Yeah. But I don't know. I think it's weird that he's not seeing his like mentor going to meetings anymore. Yeah, I kind of thought the same thing because did, who was his uh, uh, sponsor before? Wasn't it somebody different? It was, right? Well, no, I guess it was that guy because Steph said, do you remember me? I was here when he got his first, you know, 90-day chip or whatever. Haven't we seen him before, though? Did they recast him? Because I thought it was a totally different dude. I honestly... I don't think so. No? They're usually really amazing about, like, the shop girl today. Like, I love that about the Fosters. Like, these small characters pop up when they need to. I'm so old, I don't remember. (laughs) Yeah, and now I'm like, well, now I'm going to have to check IMDb because I don't remember. I thought we'd seen him before. Yeah. Well, I know that when he was living with... uh, Danny, I was going to say, Anna. when he was living with Danny, um, they were sort of supporting each other, even though she was like going out clubbing with her friends. But yeah, I just think it's very early. I'm not that I like can judge the process, but I've read lots of memoirs by alcoholics. <laughs> and what they all say is that you're never recovered. You're mm-hmm. always recovering. Right. And this is super early for him to stop going to meetings. So, I don't know, just kind of, like, interesting. But that being said, I don't think he's drinking right now of anything that we've seen. You know? Nothing indicates that. Right. And especially if he is helping with Anna, then it's really important for him to be going to meetings. Because he's helping another recovering alcoholic. Mm Mm-hmm. Or a drug addict. addict. Everything. Yeah. Yeah, The whole interaction was just... I I don't know what's going to happen with that. And especially because Steph is sort of... She knows that she overstepped... Right. So she's sort of trying to gain back. And if we remember in one of the previous episodes, she had asked Lena if Mike could be her partner again. Right, which that's what I thought was weird about it all. Because oh, isn't she trying yeah. to get him back yeah. as her partner? And then for her to do that, which which at first I thought that they went hand in hand. And that's mm-hmm. why she was going to talk to him. Right. Because she wants him to be his partner. And she's like looking out for his best interest. And also asking his sponsor if he thinks that's a good idea mm-hmm. for them to even be partnered together again. Yeah. So I don't Weird. I was kind of yeah. blown away tonight, though, by the scene between Marion and Anna, where um, she was, like, telling her how much she'd hurt her and that she doesn't think she's ready to be a mother. That broke my heart watching that. Yeah. Oh, she did such a good job playing that. Mm. Yeah, it was just, like, also really kind of, sad. like, out of nowhere to see yeah. this, like, you know, Mariana's, like, spunky and happy and, like, her hair is perfect to see her, like, you know, that vulnerable. It's kind of amazing. She's growing up. Good yeah. Mother. I can't believe she had the strength. Sorry. I can't believe she had the strength to say something like that. I know. Especially in the beginning when that's all she wanted was her mom. And then finally, even with the way that she presented herself, she just wanted to be taken serious. Right. And not just as some child. Like, no, I know what you did to me. Now I need to let you know where you're at. And like you guys said, a recovering addict is always recovering. Mm-hmm. She knows that, you know, at one point I'm sure she has some memories of her mother being okay. And then when she falls down, people always go, it's those roller coasters. They have those highs and then they want a higher high. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. I just think her. it's so interesting too the relationship that Mariana has with Anna and the relationship that uh, Jesus has with Anna. Mm-hmm. And they're just like so different where I would like, you know, assume that I was just like grouping together. They have the same relationship. Now I keep wanting to call her Anna. Every time you said that, I wanted to correct you and be like, no, it's yeah. Anna. But uh, Gavin, did you think that it was bold of Mariana to speak to her mom like that? Yeah, I thought it was very bold that she she took initiative to, you know, go go and talk to her like that. And I thought her acting was incredible in that scene. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. great. What do you think about Anna going to... <laughs> same. What do you think about Anna going to Steph and Lena and proposing that they take the baby? Oh my gosh. Awesome. That was very deep. What? Yeah. Okay, that wait, was, let's do I, let's do initial reactions. Go I ahead. thought that was at first I was like, okay, why would you say that? Look at all the kids that they have and then I thought about Frankie. 
they yeah. were going to have the baby. This is perfect. And like she said, why why not have Mariana and Jesus be with their younger sibling and the younger sibling be with them and then they just understand the circumstances. And Anna, we don't know what's going to happen to her. She might fall off the uh, saddle again or whatever the saying is. Hopefully not. <laughs> yeah. But, but you don't know that because, I mean, she's not she's not just an alcoholic. She's an addict of, like, heroin and, yeah. you know, like, the hard stuff. And also, like, it's a TV drama. They got to make stuff like that happen. Exactly. But, yeah, Frankie was my first thought, too. I said, oh, my God, this is Sherry Sam's baby that she lost. Like, this is the replacement, what they've been wanting. And then I also thought about, like their connection to Marianne and Jesus and how they it would be so easy like transfer that love to this mm-hmm. child who's their sibling. Right. Isabella, we learned. Yeah. I, the only... I think that it's an okay, a fine idea. I'm going to say it's a fine idea. <laughs> Just because, you know, we have to remember what Lena was going through when she was trying to get pregnant with Frankie and how she was saying... She wants to feel like it's her own. Mm. And by adopting another child, it's unfortunately not going to feel that way. You know, obviously it's different when you take in an infant as opposed to someone that's a bit older. Like, you know, they took in Jesus and Mariana when they were a bit older. But it's not hers. And they've made non-biological children theirs. But I still think that even if they do adopt Isabella, she will still be searching for something that is hers. Because a mother-child relationship, you know, a biological relationship, never goes away. Yeah. I which, yeah. which can I tie into real quick with Callie and Robert? Mm-hmm. That That's the reason why I think that ultimately they're going to they're gonna be okay because the cilantro thing. That's mm-hmm. like in genetics. Like people, like my entire family, we love cilantro. So I'm sure that your mom and your parents probably like it also. And it's just one of those things where even if you haven't been around that person forever, which is why Jesus has that connection with Anna, mm-hmm. you it's that it's innate. It's it's in there. And I think, yeah, you're absolutely right. I'm so yeah. excited. I know that nothing can replace that like connection of like, I just like, you came out of me and now I'm holding you. However, there is, I think, just as powerful to like feed a child and like clean its diaper mm-hmm. from like it being, you know, three hours old, which she would have the opportunity to do. Yeah. But I still thought I thought about it the same way that you did I was like but that's still because she wanted to actually have the she wanted that whole process everything she wanted a child Nine that months. was hers yeah, feeling exactly. it move around inside of you mm-hmm. like and the whole deal she wanted it to look like her too right her, so the biggest issue though that I actually had with it like I thought about all that stuff as well you know about her not being able to have that baby and all of that stuff but the biggest thing that bothered me about it actually was I felt like it was a cop-out for Anna like I felt like mm-hmm. it was that is what she she you know she probably wants the baby she probably wants to do a a redo you know on what she messed up with Mariana and Jesus and I feel like that's the way that they've pitched it up until now but the minute that she's been told that she should give that baby up for adoption she's like on board immediately yeah and it just bums me out because of her addiction that I feel like it's a way for her to, to easily get back to it. yeah for her to get back to it and then she hasn't nothing holding her accountable for not just falling back into her addiction. And that is why I really believe that she's going to end up keeping the baby and raising it. Yeah. And it's going to be like a great example to prove to Marianne and Hazel. I hope so. Gavin? Wait, let's let's hear from Gavin. (laughs) Well, you know, we've been doing a lot of talking, sir. Um, How do you feel about Anna giving the baby up for adoption? I I feel that, you know, I think she should. I really think she should because, you know, the, the past experience with you know Mariana and Jesus. You can't really. It, it, it's 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 probably it'd be hard for her to you know just start. And she already has two older kids, and when she's gonna have a baby like that, it's gonna be hard for. You know the older kids will probably want to come see see 
you know, Isabella. Yeah. It'll, it'll just be really just complicated. I think it would be better if, if Stefanina did adopt the baby. And they'd be kind of, you know, in their little circle there. And, you know, Anna could visit. Or, or Anna could visit. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me, okay? <laughs> yeah, this is like a twist that I never saw coming, too. Yeah. It, it goes to show you, though, that now Mariana is taking uh, responsibility for... I feel... <clears throat> you know how we thought that she would be just really sad that uh, Anna was having another baby and they didn't yeah. get that opportunity? I almost feel like even though she didn't grow up with Anna, she felt like, no, that's my little sister right away without thinking yeah. it. And she might just feel protective over the baby in yeah. regards to, like, I'd rather you not the, ba- the baby not be with you but with us. She doesn't even yeah, want to give her yeah, the chance true. to mother. That That's the thing. That's what I think, too, because mm-hmm. I think there is a, a little bit of um, jealousy when it comes to her, especially having a daughter. Once she found out I was a daughter, I was like, oh, man, that had to hurt her. Yeah. Like, but this baby is going to have it better than I did. Exactly. And, yeah. I, and as much as I think she's looking out for the baby by saying that to Anna, I think at the same time she has opposing feelings, you know, that she's dealing with, where as much as she wants what's best for the baby and not what she had, she also wishes that she would have had what this baby may end up having. I just really think that this is where Mike's new um, relationship with Anna will come into play, convincing her that she is has what it takes to now be a great mother for uh, Isabella, the new baby. Yeah. So Mariana had a fairly big event happen with Matt. Oh, my God. He said, I love you. (laughs) And she said back to him, shut Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Which, it was Princess Diaries to me. You yes. know, and Anne Hathaway's like, shut up. Yeah. And all, like, this is my new favorite response to I love you. My old favorite was in the OC. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> shut up works just a lot better, though, I think. Yeah. yeah. yeah things are moving along really nicely. <laughs> well, uh, Gavin, what do you think about Mariana and Matt's developing a relationship? Do you like them together? Do you ship it? Mariana? I mean... I would, but that last little part when 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 she asked to go in van with him, he seemed a little reluctant for her to go. So, so I agree. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure if he's telling the truth. Ooh, I also think that like the band trip would be like his like man time. Yeah, yeah, that's, that, it could be true. He it may it may not be anything to do with that, but it's just a suspicion. You're a pessimist. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. I really like Matt and Mariana together. For this um, dramatic show, it's a drama. Like, it's a wonderfully, you know, non-dramatic relationship, apart from her breakup today. But they're back together. <laughs> right? And she actually, hand- like, I thought it was going to be something silly and dramatic when she first said that to him at the lockers. But then when he came into her room and asked her about it, she actually handled it like she knew she was being silly. And it was immediately not dramatic, I felt like. I was like, okay, I like the relationship. I think it's so cute. But, um, but yeah, with her wanting to go on tour, I'm like, okay, first step into smothering. Yeah. Back up, back up. Kind of. Wait, what? Three nope. weeks. Yep. <laughs> Three weeks. Oh, I thought God. they said it was the summer. I did yeah, too. Yeah, me too. I know, right? When Is she it said not? That, everybody was like, wait, girl, you better back up. You're not going on this tour with me. All right. Oh, it's weeks. like just he three weeks of the summer. No. Absolutely no. Okay, but what no. do we think about them letting high schoolers go off on tour, like, alone and driving in a bus? It's bizarre, but I dig it. I'm like, what? Guys. My parents would have been like, oh, no, honey. <laughs> I, I, went, I went on vacation with my friends when I was 17. We went to Disney. And we just went. Disney. Like, Disney in in Florida. (laughs) Oh, from Jersey. From Jersey. But I'm saying, like, we were gone for a week and a half. Like, it was just us. There was no supervision. I mean, 
I love how Gavin I was a really good kid. Is even what? like Disney. That's like kids play girl. <laughs> would your would your parents let you do this? Probably not a not a three week tour. No. Yeah, like they can literally do anything and this is like these are bars. These are like coffee shops. Cool. Dangerous coffee shops. I don't know. Anything can happen. I'm surprised that they're not mentioning supervision at least. Yeah. I don't know. That's my thing is that I just don't think it's allowed to happen. I know that uh, like minors are allowed to book gigs at like bars and stuff like that. But you have to have supervision, I thought. Someone... That makes sense. Of age. Well, and booking, Representing... I don't know. But and, like, booking hotels and motels, I'm like, don't you have to be 18 to do that? You need to show a driver's license. Uh Oh. I don't know. Maybe that maybe that drummer that popped up today. Maybe uh, maybe he's yeah. eighteen. Didn't Who he knows? Was, was he new? Hmm? Didn't he have a fake ID? Oh, oh. Brandon can make one. Great idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I don't know. Just like Whatever. the whole like um, mo of the tortured artist going off on like a tour involves drinking and drugs and groupies and like obviously they're not at that level yet. But like, how can the parents let that like happen? Whatever. I'm Team Idlewild. I think because Steph and Lena said yes, he's going to be like, you know what? I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to go to this camp. I'm going to kill it and we yes. saw that he was able to play the piece mm-hmm. so we know that his fingers are working we know that he's okay and i don't know the interaction with him and lou i uh i know there was no callie and brandon interaction but i can't get it out of my head like he's thinking of mm-hmm. her or he's just not all about lou 100 no, not at all not. we know I, he's not I okay 100 i disagree Jillian. i disagree no Jill's uh, right. well listen kelly <laughs> jillian is right yeah, Stop. I agree. And Callie and Brandon are what? What is it? OTP. Yeah. <laughs> OTP. That's where they OTP. need to use It's that. true. Gavin, OTP. what are your feelings on Callie and Brandon versus Brandon and Lou? Because this is a this is a big thing that a lot of our fans talk about week to week. We have some diehard Brawley shippers. Yep. What are your thoughts? I'm more on the neutral on this subject. Oh, oh, Gavin. it's too PC for us. Okay, tell us about <laughs> tell us about Gemma, which we saw hints of tonight. Oh yeah, Jesus and Emma. Wow, Jesus made a move. Yeah. I, I didn't expect him to. I didn't see that coming. That just came out of nowhere. There. <laughs> what do you think of his girl advice to Jude? That was funny. Like he sprays the cologne and, and uh, Hayden's coughing. Maybe <laughs> that's what Connor funny. like you know warmed up to. <laughs> Again, love that bro- brotherly interaction. We're yeah. seeing it little by little in each episode, but I definitely, I definitely appreciate it. And hey, Jude, Jude took up the advice. He hey, Jude, a little spritz. I don't think he had a choice but to take the advice. He was yeah. already like spraying him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I love seeing Emma back though. She's yeah. smart to go for the smart girl. She calls Agreed. him out on his crap. Mm-hmm. But she like, doesn't want to be with him. Like, so stupid. What? Pulling up and showing her his tattoo, I was like, you are an idiot. What he's thinking is, look, I'm getting over her. I'm getting this removed. <laughs> so stupid. I was so glad she completely called him out because everything she said was exactly what I was thinking when he did it. I was like, what? You like you are doing some weird yeah. reverse psychology that is not even working and just makes you seem like an idiot. It was an epic failing. Yeah. Epic <laughs> failing. Oh, sorry, Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, we're wrapping up. Should we hit up to some like news and gossip, some predictions action? Can't, let's let's predict. Predict. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Gavin. Obviously you know it's gonna happen, but what would you like to see happen? <laughs> what are you looking forward to happening in the characters? Which characters exactly? Um definitely Connor, but like your favorite ones. Um well of Connor and Jude. I you know, I I like uh I like them to progress with the friendship. Yeah, I, I feel like they progress with the friendship because uh, if they were to get in a relationship, it could, you know, it get, get complicated because you know Callie and um, 
they're they're still going through all their problems. I think with things in the house kind of settled down more, then he'd have you know he'd have time to get into like maybe a relationship with someone. But I'd like them to to become better friends and you know relieve any doubts they have. Yeah, Keep touching pinkies. Yeah, I like that. And then Connor side, what is up coming up for Gavin? <laughs> for you, <laughs> anything new in the works? Like, I think you did an episode of Bones. Did I see that? Actually, I haven't gotten back for that yet. Oh, to me on that. okay. Well, it's on the internet. I'll delete it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am excited to sort of, I guess, get back into the Cali drama because I feel like it's it's not going to go away for a while. Um, I'm hoping that Daphne is on this next episode because I really enjoy her uh, as a person and as a character. <laughs> uh, and I think that she sort of brings a, a different element to the show. Uh, and I, it breaks my heart what she's going through. And I really hope that all of that's happening, you know, doesn't ruin it for her. Yeah. But as far as everything else, I mean... Everything is really up in the air. They barely showed us anything in the preview. It's true. I well, I think that from what we saw in the preview, I do think that Callie is going to end up spending more time with Robert. And I don't know if it's going to be because he's using this against her, which I don't think he would do. But I do think it's going to create some sort of um, need for them to be more closely involved with each other and spend more time around each other and create a stronger bond between them. Okay. So I dig that. And um, and I also think that, because I like Mariana and Matt, and I think that they have a good relationship, and I think that he will address his feelings about her going on tour before things get a little crazy between them. Okay. Steph, what's I, up? I think that... Um, I want to, I think that Robert, or that Callie is gonna, because of the preview as well, that she's gonna say that she loves, you know, Lena and she wants to be with him, especially because of Jude. I think that she's gonna have, like, issues knowing that she wants to also be with Robert. I think she already feels that and she's trying to kind of fight against it because she has to be this older person and he just came so late. But at the end of the day, you want what you want kind of a thing. And she seems to already be kind of like a daddy's girl. She's so much like Robert. Robert's so passionate about her. And it's the one solid thing that she has in her life that she can actually go to because everything has been inconsistent and that's the one person without her asking for it has just fought for her and been everything for her from the beginning. So this is my question to you then. This goes along with it. Uh, our fan I am KHV tweeted, do you think Callie's developing a relationship with Robert as Jude suggested will backfire with Jude? I don't know because I feel so bad that I think that Jude belongs with the Adams Foster's family. I agree. I think she, he does well there. He, you know, he grew up with Callie. They will always have those relationships. I know plenty of people who have, you know, I don't want to call it a broken home, but a, just a, a different home, your modern family, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that he belongs there. He needs those types of siblings because he's the one that grew up with a more of a, with a not with a rougher like lifestyle than Callie did because Callie had some consistency in the beginning right. whereas Jude never did mm-hmm. and Jude's fine there he needs that surrounding and that's going to be the heartbreaker for everyone I think is that we have to see them separate okay. at the end of the day there's still half too so it's I mean everyone's equal at this point no yeah. one has anything that's full Yas, Gaga, yas. <laughs> I feel you, girl. All right, prediction-wise, I pretty much said everything I wanted to say about the show during our show. Damn. So I'm going to close it up. Wait, I have something I do want to add really quick. I think that he's going to make a dark room for her. Oh. Yeah. Do what? A dark room for her, for photography. Oh, my God. You see? And he, yeah. yes, I agree now. And guess what? 
done. They're gonna have that. They're gonna be. Right. They're gonna develop pictures together and be like, "Daughter, I love you. Dad, I love you." <laughs> and and we do appreciate all the fan questions that have been coming in throughout the show. You know, unfortunately, we didn't get to everything, so uh, I'll make sure that the hosts and I check the AfterBuzz hashtag that we gave you at the top of the show, ABTVF. And we'll try to answer as many of your questions yeah. as possible. One of the fans did request us to take a selfie with Gavin, so we will make that happen. And do that. Well, thank you so much for coming back, dude. Thank you guys so yeah. much. Yeah. Where can everybody find you on Twitter and social media? It, um, my on Twitter is just my name, Gavin McIntosh, and on social on Instagram, it's the Gavin McIntosh. Sweet. Oh, okay, cool. I, I tweet from Jeff Masters One. I also do book reviews and interview authors for Book Circle Online, our sister network. Uh. Jillian Leff, one more time. Uh, I tweet from <laughs> at Jillian Leff, Instagram at Jillian Leff. You can find me on Facebook at Jillian Leff Official. And I also host the How to Get Away with Murder After Show on Thursdays at 8 p.m. Cool. And I'm Hannah Pritchard again. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Hotshot Dude. And you can tune in later on the Pretty Little Liars After Show also. And you can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Georgie, on Instagram at StephieG47. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 